Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Sturgey-Weber disease found under the cardiovascular section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A newborn boy is born to a young mother via normal spontaneous vaginal delivery. She had not had any prenatal care during her pregnancy. On physical exam, the newborn has a large port wine stain on the left forehead and eyelid. He is also noted to have some shaking episodes. Concerned, the physician obtains an MRI of the head, which demonstrates a leptomeningeal angioma. Let's continue with an introduction to Sturgey-Weber disease. Clinically, this is defined as a congenital neurocutaneous disorder affecting small-sized blood vessels, which are characterized by a port wine stain in the trigeminal distribution. This is due to a capillary malformation of the face, and it is also known as a nevus flamius. There are also capillary venous malformations of the brain, which may result in seizures, and capillary venous malformations of the eye, which can result in early-onset glaucoma from increased intraocular pressure. This disease is also known as encephalotrigeminal angiomatosis. Conditions that are associated include ipsilateral leptomeningeal angioma, which can cause seizures. Other associated conditions include intellectual disability, behavioral problems, and episcleral hemangioma. This causes increased intraocular pressure and early-onset glaucoma. In terms of the epidemiology, this is one of the more common neurocutaneous disorders after neurofibromatosis and tuberous sclerosis. In terms of the genetics, the inheritance pattern is sporadic. With regards to mutations, this is due to a GNAQ gene somatic mosaic mutation. Remember that this encodes for a protein involved in regulating intracellular signaling pathways. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include seizures, intellectual disability, and glaucoma, which can result in visual defects. On exam, one may note a unilateral port wine stain on the head and neck and corneal clouding. In terms of further imaging, magnetic resonance imaging with gadolinium is indicated to evaluate for capillary venous malformations. Specific findings may include leptomeningeal angiomas and episcleral hemangiomas. Computed tomography is indicated in patients with contraindications to MRI or if MRI is not available. Specific findings can include a tram tracking sign caused by brain calcifications. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about klippel trenonay weber syndrome, with distinguishing factors being that this is associated with port wine stains, but patients present with varicose veins, bone and soft tissue swelling, and different limb sizes. And when making the diagnosis, remember that this is based on clinical presentation and imaging. With regards to treatment, Medical options include anti-epileptics. This is indicated for seizures. Non-operative options include pulsed laser therapy. This is indicated for the port wine stain. And lastly, complications related to Sturgey-Weber disease include neurological deficits from seizures and blindness. That's all for this review about Sturgey-Weber disease. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly 
on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.